Hey, what's happening, you guys? Welcome to the Proclivity Podcast. If you're jo joining us, yes, joining us live from the Proclivity Method Facebook page, welcome. We love having people live. You can look at our, our faces. This is happening real time. I'm here with Coach Emily. She's the smartest woman alive when it comes to nutrition. That's a personal Thanks, opinion. Sure. That's a personal opinion. Yet, I say what I mean, and I mean what I say. <laughs> I so, like it. Thanks. It is, that, that is what it is. Um, Coach Emily. What? What's, what's, the, what's, the, what's the thing that we do really well here at uh, Proclivity? Create uh, healthier bodies and happier lives. How do we do that? By creating metabolic flexibility. Yeah, we do. And, and optimizing our mindset. Mm, because you got to have a strong mind to have a strong body. Precisely. You know, I'm going to go into this. I'm going to drop, drop straight into this, guys. Y'all, you, you can listen to it. You, you know, when you get here, I was telling Coach Emily, if you guys see, I got coffee bar full octane. I usually do half-calf <laughs> at 10. I told Emily before this started, I'm like, I'm doing full octane coffee, so things gonna get weird. And one of the, one of the things that I was just talking to my brother about was drugs. Talking about drugs, okay? Natural drugs or the original drugs, right? The drugs that have been around for for many many ages, such as cannabis, that people look at as recreational. And all the other different types of drugs that people, particularly psychedelics that people use to be able to break through or, you know, calm down. You know, some people use alcohol to be able to take the edge off and so on and so forth. And yeah, I was just sitting out there. I've gotten into knife throwing. Emily, I don't know if I told you about this. You have not. Talk about releasing some chemicals in the brain. When you throw a knife and it sticks straight into the wood, it's just oh man it's just oh, man if anybody's out there that knows about knife throwing hit me up it's a real good feeling i'm out there knife throwing and i'm just thinking to myself you know what my drug is sleep hmm. my drug hmm. is sleep my drug I is agree. my drug is laughter emily my drug is jumping into a pile of leaves my drug is getting as naked as possible and getting out into the sun. My drug is diving into a cold river or lake. That's my drug. And yeah. and I, I totally respect anybody that, that utilizes um, cannabis or any other drugs uh, for uh, a particular reason, if they're microdosing correctly. If you don't have somebody who is a coach to help you coach through those type of um, natural drugs, I highly suggest one, doing it on your own. Um, yet, I just align with loving life. <laughs> I like it. I, mean, what, I, I agree. I love you, all yeah, those things too. I mean, what do you think? What's, what's your take on, on drug use? Yeah, I'm sure, like you said, for specific reasons, um, some people do well with them, but I think you have to be 
in a yeah with with a coach with support or understanding what you know what the right dose is for you and for when so i i think yeah like you said sleep sun sun is huge if you're doing all the basic things first that's what i would try first obviously yeah and then if if need be then then use other ones if they if they work for you yeah yeah I, i just i have this feeling that you know a lot of people go to those drugs to get away to find the their their purpose or to get through a which I understand again it's a lever mm-hmm. to be able to use yet that's one of the things we do here at Proclivity it's not just about hey we're going to we're going to teach you the appropriate way to get the right nutrients into your body to feel amazing so you're like I'm going to go jump into some leaves you know how many people did you see my video of me jumping into leaf slow motion of course how did you smile when when you yes. saw that yeah it's like a lot of fun i had so many people hit me up like man when i was a kid i did that too and i'm like oh. i'm 36 years old and i'm doing it like nothing's stopping you from mm-hmm. doing something like that right right um yeah tangent tangent but <laughs> it's 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 what we do here guys at proclivity we you're gonna leave with literally that's why we say healthier body and happier life. Like it's one thing to have a healthy body. We know plenty of people who have healthy bodies and just feel either miserable on the inside physically or psychologically, emotionally, so on and so forth. Yet, what if you had the healthy body and you woke up in the morning and you're just like, yes, I love life. I don't need any drugs. I don't need any boost. Like I have energy now. Let's go. whole package I, I often don't see them as separate I, I tend to see them as one and the same if you're if you're it's I find it to be nearly impossible for your body to be completely healthy without the mindset piece so mm. I like bringing up the point that there are two pieces to focus on as well there are two pieces that's what we do that's what we do better than anyone else you guys hands down again I've said this many a times in this podcast I would Put our program against any other pro. Oh, is that Doc? It is, probably. Hey, Doc. A dog outside. <laughs> That's Doc. That's Doc. How's his butt doing? Was it Doc? That- <laughs> yeah, we went to the vet yesterday. He's good. He's good? All better. Okay, yep. great. Okay, Doc was Thanks. having a little, little, little butt issues, but he's better now. Those, those German short hairs, I mean, they, they're needy. Yep. <laughs> all right we spent seven minutes joshing around we're good we're gonna talk why why you guys are here you guys are here because you're thinking to yourself yeah you know like i always get on a diet and then but i i travel a lot or i'm a businessman and i have to go out a lot and that just always sabotages me well First and foremost, let's talk about the language, talk about the mindset. If you're already saying to yourself, yeah, just that's why I can't stay on a healthy diet. That's why I can't feel better. You, abracadabra, as we've said, your words create your reality. There you go. Already you're creating the vision of you not being able to do it. Yet, there are specific ways to eat when you're out. We're talking traveling, we're talking restaurants, we're even talking about eating out with uh, friends and family at somebody else's house. And that's what we're going to walk you through today. We're going to make it simple, as we always do, 
because simple and easy are not the same thing, yet repetition is the mother of all skills, and if we repeat it enough, guess what? You wake up every single day super happy, loving your body. I, I was smiling at myself this morning in the mirror. You ever do that? You ever get there and you're just like, man, I just, you, you're great today. <laughs> yes. Yes. I have to remind myself sometimes, but yes, it's great when you do it. It is great when you do it. And, and yes, you do have to remind yourself. And yet when you do it, and you, repetition is the mother of all skills, you do it enough times. You do it enough times. So we're going to talk about eating out today, guys. We're super happy to have you here today. Um, of course, at, at any time that you guys have more questions than what we cover today, feel free to reach out to us. You can email us at team at proclivity.co. You can reach out to Emily or myself on Instagram. You can also go to our Instagram page, proclivity.co, and reach out to us there. Emily, let's dive in. Let's do it. What classifies eating out? I mean, I guess let's do the let's do the first part. What's eating in and what's eating out? What's the language? <laughs> yeah. <there? laughs> yeah. So eating out is just you know eating food that you didn't make yourself is how I classify it. Typically, it's yeah in a restaurant and. The first thing that always comes to mind for me is how are they cooking it? Meaning what oils are they using? What are they adding to it? And that's why I find it as a separate category. So that would include, I mean, gosh, that was a really good. Say that one, one more time. Repetition, mother, all skills. Go ahead. So eating out would be something that you don't prepare yourself in Usually it's in a restaurant setting, even if you're picking it up, bringing it home. But mm -hmm. the first thing that comes to mind is, are the, you know, what do they add to it? What do they use to cook with it? So yeah. for me, I think oils or are they adding sugar? Mm -hmm. um, because mm -hmm. when you don't cook it yourself or see it cooked yourself, you don't, you don't know what's in there, right? Yeah. yeah. So anything that you're not preparing yourself, like your hands aren't preparing. And we talked about this in the uh, last week's episode um, about, you know, talking about micronutrients and the importance and the energy and even your energy into the food that you're cooking matters. There's that saying, right? Uh, it was made with love. Mm -hmm. Like is in, you know, and everybody's gonna, if you're listening right now, <laughs> you know how your mom just makes a better great grilled cheese sandwich than anybody else, no matter what you try doing. Like, it's just like, I don't know, it just doesn't taste like my mom's grilled cheese sandwich. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Is that is that a thing totally. for, for you too? I mean, Substitute any meal, whatever right, it is, right. you yep. try to replicate it. And it's like, man, that, even just like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And you're like, how'd she do it? It's mm -hmm. made, made with love. And so totally. that's something to consider when you're out. What restaurants are you going to? Are they supporting their staff and their cooks well? Do the cooks love what they do? And this is where it starts coming down to the, like the pennies, like the how much are we spending yet? I will spend whatever, again, talking about drug of choice, you know, my drug of choice is high quality foods mm -hmm. and supporting restaurants that do uh, create high quality meals with high quality chefs. So some of the things that people struggle with when eating out, particularly with your def definition, anything that is that you do not prepare, we see this mostly in, you know, uh, busy businessmen and women who may travel. Um, we see it uh, for uh, 
busy businessmen or women who have lunch meetings. Mm-hmm. Um, we also see this with families a lot, right? Yeah, big family. Oh, we're going to meet at, you know, Johnny's house this week and the next week we'll meet at Susie's house. And, and yet we don't know how they're preparing the food because we're not preparing mm-hmm. it ourselves. Right. So you've touched on this just a little bit, talking about the oils. What's the, what are some of the biggest things that we need to worry about or we should be aware of when it comes to eating out? Like why is it, where can it be harmful for us? Yeah, so a couple of things. Um, going back to what you said, you know, when someone else prepares it for us, it can be a great thing that fills our cup. Um, we feel loved because someone's making something for us. But at the same time, we're also not getting those digestive juices flowing because we, our brain, the first part where digestion starts is our brain. And that often comes from looking at the food that we're preparing and smelling it. So that's where it starts. So if we're not doing that, then we, you know, chronically over time could be impairing our digest our digestion. So that's the first thing. Um, more importantly, in my opinion, are the oils that that restaurants cook with. Um, I know from experience being in the food and beverage business um, that 99% of businesses use these seed oils, the cheaper seed oils to cook almost everything in, including that, you know, olive oil salad dressing that is labeled as olive oil. Oftentimes it's mixed with a seed oil to make it cheaper. And even if it's a steak or eggs, which again would be a better option, but they're likely being cooked in those like soybean oil or canola oil because they're so much cheaper to use. Um, and so that would be a really big one to consider and think about. The third one I also I also think is very important is, is understanding that you're served a plate with things on it that is not the portion you might serve yourself. Mm-hmm. And it could be the portion in general of the food or it could be foods added on that you might not eat normally. And so sometimes the portion could be too big for yourself or sometimes even too small. So understanding yourself and when you get that plate of food in front of you, knowing when to st- you know keep eating or stop eating can be challenging for people when it's sitting there in front of them and you know you're worrying about waste, um, especially. So a couple things to keep in mind. But my my brain first goes to the oils and and also I should add on to that sugars added to make things taste better, right? So like in the dressings, in the sauces, um, you know usually they're adding some kind of sugar there too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And for people that maybe have not listened to our episodes before, when we're talking about seed oils, how does that affect mm-hmm. our metabolic flexibility and our ability to be able to have energy and to, and to lose weight? Yeah, huge. Um, it, it pretty, they, they affect everything. So seed oils are, they become toxic because they are cooked at a high heat where their structure is not meant to be. Um, so they are highly inflammatory. They create, create oxidative stress in our mitochondria, which is the powerhouse, the energy in our cell and our cells make up everything in our body. Right. And so if your cells aren't healthy, the rest of your body's not going to be, and eventually it's going to pick somewhere to cause disease or illness. Um, but the first signs could be indigestion, could be just overall lack of energy. Again, it makes total sense if you think about it. Right. Um, and so when we're, when we're shooting to be more metabolically flexible, that's, that's what we're shooting for is better energy in between meals or at night, or if we want to fast for a little bit through exercise. And so it's going to make it that much harder. You use the word toxic. Yeah. 
but like y'all we use words specifically we train people to use words specifically right if your sister is listening i'm talking slow <laughs> for a reason <laughs> when you talk slow people hear and listen mm -hmm. and when you say toxic we all should key in on that and when we're saying that 90% of restaurants are going to be using those oils you're eating toxins right mm -hmm. right i know when i first heard that i'm like what that doesn't make any sense if it was toxic it would kill me over time it will <laughs> sadly 42% of Americans are obese, 88% are overweight. Guys, you see, this is a slow burn of destroying our metabolic flexibility and metabolic disease is all time high because that mitochondrion is not operating. The powerhouse that's supposed to be a powerhouse is dwindling. Toxic, guys. Mm -hmm. Okay? It, 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 we, we're using these words very specifically. We're using these words very specifically. I, I want to go back to uh, uh, um, some of the things that you said. When you have three different things here. When going to a friend's or family house, one of the things that we could do is go, hey, instead of make the food and bring it, let's make the food together. Correct? Because mm -hmm. that's yes. going to help the whole process of digestive juices, love going into the food, time spent with family so now we're creating relationships we're now talk about drug of choice guys mm -hmm. having strong relationships releases some of the best type of chemicals in your brain by having oh, great yeah. relationships creating time creating space if you all need to we have episodes on uh creating space and bandwidth you're gonna want to listen to those you're gonna want to listen mm -hmm. to those yet being able to cook your food with with your family that's a good choice. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, 100%. Like you said, it gives that sense of community, which is a pillar of health. And and then you also are seeing your food, you're handling your food and that <clears throat> that just helps that digestive process. So 100%. Okay. Another thing, right? Now, if we're at a restaurant, there are some restaurants in which the kitchen is open or you can mm -hmm. see them making the food. Is that a better choice, even just visually being able to see the flames and seeing food being moved around? Is that going to help your digestive? Uh, yeah. Uh, yep, totally. Yeah, because you're seeing, yeah, it's a trigger to your mind. They're like, oh, they're making food. I'm seeing food being made. I'm seeing food being brought out and being present enough to notice that too. And then even, you know, a smaller habit or a version of that is just when you get your food, look at it, take a minute to be grateful for it, have gratitude for what that is. Look at it, look at the bites that are going into your mouth. Mm -hmm. So that all is encompassing of starting that process. And then the last part, this is really important guys. We go to restaurants, if we didn't have, if we're not preparing ourselves, and I, and I would like for us to jump into this too, right? If we don't have metabolic flexibility, we're supposed to eat at 12, we have a, you know, a business meeting and we are, aren't, we are not in control of our morning, so we're running out the door. We didn't get the appropriate food, right? Proteins, fats, balanced meal. We find ourselves extra hungry. Then we get to that 12 o'clock meal. Our mind is like, well, I'm super hungry. Mm -hmm. We first and foremost start picking the foods that mm, we probably shouldn't, and then we end up 
overeating those foods. Yep. What are some ways that people can avoid that overeating? Because you talked about the portions that are going to be served at a restaurant. What are some easy, simple ways that can really help when it comes to managing that? Yeah. So first thing that comes to mind for me is eating a little bit of protein first. So when you do get your meal, if you have a steak or some eggs or some chicken or whatever it is, you have your first few bites at least be that. That can start that satiety, you know, those hormones that signal to your brain, oh, I'm starting to get more full. So whether it be a couple bites or eating the entire protein first, super helpful. Um, of course, eating more whole foods is going to help you do that as well. And then slowing yourself down, which again, like you mentioned, it might be hard when you're super hungry or hangry, AKA metabolic inflexibility. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but doing your best to be present and slow yourself down. So what does that mean? Literally slowing down. What, what you can do is set your utensils down in between bites, start chewing your food more, being aware of that, and then being present with the people you're with if you are with people and having good conversation, looking them in the eye. And just being as present as possible. Yes. And you know what one of my favorite things is to do? This is my like little challenge for like my A-type super hard chargers, right? Mm -hmm. All those all those folks, you know, you know who I'm talking mm -hmm. about. Okay. AKA <laughs> your sister who doesn't like me to talk slow. <laughs> I hope you're listening to this. Here's your challenge. Be the last person to finish your meal at the table. Okay, your reticular activating system, we've talked about reticular activating system. Your reticular activating system is now going to seek and watch everyone else. And it's going to help you to start pacing yourself because you're like, no, mm -hmm. I'm going to win this. Even though no one else knows it's a competition, I'm going to be the last one to eat, last one to take their bite. And that can help you because now you're using everyone else around you because everyone's going to eat at a different pace. You're always going to have that one person that eats like super, super slow. That's mm -hmm. good. And you mm -hmm. should you should pace them and be even slower than that. <laughs> hmm? Yes, yeah, I agree. I usually am that person. <laughs> the slow one. Yes. I can't. I can't. Well, let me think. Oh yeah, we had a meal together at Grateful yep. Gardens. Uh huh. And I I remember looking at one point like, have you even taken a bite of your food? <laughs> yeah, and you're like, oh, you, I started putting it in a box. You're like, you don't have to do that. I'm like, oh, I'm not done. I'm just, you know, yeah. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Oh, uh, that's so good. That's so good. I didn't win that day. I did not win that day, guys. <laughs> so um, eating out, we've talked a little bit about the, the, the oils. Um, we've talked about overeating. Mm -hmm. What other things are going to affect? Metabolic flexibility is a big thing for us here. We know that the oils are going to affect our metabolic flexibility. We know that eating fast is going to affect our metabolic flexibility. What other parts, whether eating at somebody else's home or eating uh, while you're flying or at a restaurant, are going to affect that metabolic flexibility? Yeah. So it's food food quality overall. What types of foods? So oftentimes, especially if you're like on the airplane or in the airport or traveling and all you see are the gas stations, it's food quality because most of what they're going to have are processed carbs with all the added oils and refined flours and all the sugars in them. And so being able to strategically choose what you're gonna eat 
It is huge. And especially when you are, a, you know, a social butterfly and you're going out every weekend or a couple times a week, yeah. or like you said, it's part of your job. I, we have a client right now who, uh, it's his job to take people out to dinner and have drinks with them and, you know, make a sale. <laughs> so it can be very challenging, but if you think about it ahead of time, think, oh, can can I choose where I'm going to eat? You know, if I'm going to someone's house, can I bring one of my own dishes mm -hmm. that prioritizes protein, healthy fats, and vegetables? Those are the three categories I always look to first as a priority. So protein, fats, and vegetables. Mm -hmm. And so if you're going to a restaurant, looking at the menu, you know, where are the meat and veggie options? What's something that looks good there? Or can I ask the chef for something a little bit specialized potentially or the waiter? Um, if I'm traveling, you know, seek out those places that have the protein option. Or once you become metabolically flexible, can you skip this meal and wait until you have an opportunity to have a better meal? <laughs> and so that's that's the biggest, you know, number one thing that I see in our clients struggling with is, oh, I went to so-and-so's house or we went out here and there were drinks and there were all these treats and foods that, yeah, they seemed good in the moment, but I felt so crappy afterwards. And so it's about coming up with a strategy for yourself and what's worth it and what's not for you. Mm. It, you know what that, that just made me think of is like how quickly people, when you're on the, you're traveling on a plane and they come around with those little snacks, mm -hmm. y'all toxic, <laughs> they are feeding you toxins. Those peanuts, they're going to be made in that seed oil. It's not going to help your metabolic flexibility, right? Whatever right. else they're serving you. It, oh, would you like a Coke? I'm like, what? <laughs> what is happening, people? Like, what does a Coke have? How much sugar does a Coke, Coca Cola, can of Coca Cola have? Like 40 cool. grams or something? Yeah, it depends. Yeah, so at least like, 30. Yeah, right. And and what is it? Four grams? Is it a tablespoon of sugar? Te teaspoon. Yep. Teaspoon. Oh my gosh, guys, think about that. And so we're ingesting all that sugar. That's you want to create metabolic inflexibility. <laughs> you want to destroy your mitochondrion, right? You want metabolic disease. Eat sugar, seed oils, and processed food. <laughs> like on a consistent basis. <laughs> on a consistent basis. And guess what? You'll die. Boom. Yep. Or become metabolically flexible. Even if you have some type of metabolic disease right now, guys, you have mm -hmm. some type of metabolic disease. Did you know that 80% of all metabolic diseases are reversible? Meaning that come on down, do the proclivity method, reverse your metabolic disease, and start living a healthier and happier life. We just have to be aware of it, right, coach? Right, right, yeah. I that's where I feel I feel so bad for the people who just don't know. Uh, but again, it's up to us to educate ourselves and and seek out the information, and that's why we're that's why we're here. <laughs> you guys, we give it all on this podcast. Like, I I don't know what else to tell you guys. Like, we hold back none of our secrets. You could get everything that we do in the proclivity method through the podcast. If you want to go through each one and you, you go through it, you, you don't have the accountability of, of a, a, a network, which we create the proclivity uh, method. You don't have two of the highest profile coaches in the country with it, yet you will have all the information and it's readily available mm -hmm. and it's right, right here. It's right here. 
Okay. So I want to go through, we, we've bounced around here. We've talked about the oils. Um, we've talked about, you know, restaurants and, and look for the meats first and so on and so forth. Let's go, let's go one by one. What are your best tips when it comes to eating out at restaurants? Even before you go to the restaurant, like ideally, how do we look for the best restaurant? Mm -hmm. And then when we get there, what should be people's like one, two, three? And then I want us to move on to eating at somebody's house. Mm -hmm. And then we'll finish with travel. Does that sound good? Let's do it. Let's do do it. it. Yeah. So when going to a restaurant, so this is what I do when I travel to a different town for vacation and I'm looking for a good restaurant and we're not, you know, cooking in the house every single meal. We want to treat ourselves. So I, I used to, I made the mistake of typing in healthy restaurants <laughs> and every time I, I do that, it's always like a vegan or vegetarian restaurant, which is fine. There can be some good options there too. Um, but yeah, it, it usually turned into something that I didn't want. So I have found that Googling uh, farm to table or grass fed or local pro, you know, local, locally grown foods and then restaurant in whatever town you're in. So Googling that first, finding a couple options and you might just find something right there. Or sometimes I'll even go a step further and look them up on Instagram because then you can see the pictures a little bit more easily mm-hmm. and see, get the, get the vibe. <laughs> totally. um, also, obviously, like talking to people, if you know anyone in the town, asking them where like the healthiest restaurants who do local um, produce and, and meat if possible. Um, and then looking ahead to the menu. So if, if you're not choosing it or if there's, you know, certain options that you are going to go eat there you can look ahead of the menu if you need to you can even call them and ask questions (gasps) (laughs) that's taking responsibility for the food that we eat oh my gosh it's crazy yes yeah and it might be uncomfortable at first but again it how do you want to feel so looking at the menu thinking hmm you know i've eaten out a couple times this week so maybe it's time to like make sure I have something nourishing for my body. I want to feel good because I did treat myself the other day and I want something that's going to, I'm going to ensure one, I should still enjoy it, but two, I want to make sure I'm feeling good after and the next day from that meal. And so looking for a protein option. So I mentioned before, great option, steak and veggies. <laughs> I know it's a little pricier of an item. So if you want to go down the list, um, you know, a, a salad with added protein on it, and it could be any protein, eggs, mm-hmm. salmon, chicken, mm-hmm. sausage, mm-hmm. whatever mm-hmm. you want. A super easy one is to go to a breakfast place and get eggs as well. It's like most places have that, right? Yeah. You can go as far if you are super sensitive to the oils. Because again, like sometimes it's out of your control for the oils, right? If you are very sensitive, if you're eating out a lot, you can ask the chef to cook your eggs or your meat or your veggies in butter or olive oil you know it's a step better than what they're using so you can go as far as that mm. and then what was your did you have another question they answer it no you're no you're okay. you're nailing it. <laughs> it, it you know being able to to go hey first and foremost guys taking responsibility for yourself and looking at the restaurants i love emily actually taught me that of like google it right or go to yelp right and look farm to table mm-hmm. and actually look at the menu before you get there and emily you had a point i think it's very important to touch guys your health is the most important thing that you can spend money on and when you go out particularly for me when i go out i'm treating myself Mm -hmm. there is no number on a menu that is out of reach 
The, a steak could be a hundred dollars. I'm in. I'm in. Because it's not something I do all the time. Mm-hmm. Due to the fact of all the things that we're talking about right now. And so, yes, when it comes to eating out, do I look at the farm table and find the most expensive place? Heck yes. Particularly if I know that they're using coconut oil or butter or ghee, mm-hmm. you know, that's it's locally sourced and it's it's a good company that's taking care of their employees. 100%. I want to support that good energy, right? Yeah. No. And then it's being able to look at the menu and yes, Emily, you said like, oh, okay, you like put protein on your salad. Okay, so it's a 16 or $18 salad or you pay the $32 for a ribeye. You know, like, come on guys, treat yourself. If you don't yep. feel that you deserve to have that type of meal, that's too expensive. You need the proclivity method. We'll, <laughs> we'll talk to you, talk to you about how important it is to be able to celebrate. Yeah, um, and I'll I'll add on to that too yeah. because so for the for the clients that we have who do that for work, it's getting paid for already. So you might as well treat yourself <laughs> extra, right? Mm-hmm. But if you're not, and it's just something that's in your habits of you know, oh, I want to go meet out with my friends or go socialize or go meet with my family, you know, on the weekends. Well, I just recommended this to the client the other day. Instead of going out every time, why don't you go to someone's house or even to a park, you know, and, and do a potluck style. Ask everyone to, to contribute something and, and get out of that habit of being like, oh, always having to go to a bar or always going to a restaurant. I don't, oh, you're speaking my language. It just made my heart flutter a little bit right there. <laughs> Y'all, like, the, the beauty of life is to get out. Get out. Remember, one of the greatest things about America is that we're a capitalistic society, right? We, we figured it out when we first came over to this land, growing tobacco in Virginia. That's how we figure it out. Hey, we got we to gotta leverage it. We got to be able to make the money. Restaurants are doing the same thing. They're trying to make money. And so they're going to cut corners, particularly if they're not a high-profile restaurant where you're going to come in, you're going to spend the extra money. They're going to cut corners. Mm-hmm. And so when you're aware of that and you can go, well, why not spend time outside in the sunshine, in in the grass, feet, bare feet in the grass, enjoying the laughter, stretching out, right? You guys want to talk about mobility? Sit on the ground. You know, everybody's doing like Ramwad and this and that. Mm-hmm. Oh, what do you got to do for Ramwad? Oh, you got to pay them. They're trying to make money. You know what's free? Sit on the ground. <laughs> And you'll find yourself sure. shifting and moving and mm-hmm. try, you'll work on your mobility there. Man, we're going into it. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, we, we went from eating out of restaurants to like now being barefoot. <laughs> you guys, if it was me, okay, I would be with a lovely lady. We'd be out in, in like, uh, a, a, like a pasture and it would be summertime and I would be butt naked. <laughs> okay, just soaking in the sun. Maybe she's butt naked or not. I don't know. That's completely <laughs> up to her. Yeah, I'd be just be soaking it in, right? Ah, oh, man, organic, locally grass-fed beef. <laughs> you will find her one day. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> hey, if there's any ladies out there right now that that interests you, feel free. Shoot me a, t- shoot me a direct message, right? Yes, I want to be naked eating organically grass-fed <laughs> beef. <laughs> Let's move on.
<laughs> eating eating at other people's houses. This this can be an issue. Yeah. yeah. Eating at other people's houses, right? Because not everyone has the same concept and idea mm -hmm. of what health is. That right. has been a huge thing for me, and yet, with in, in terms of my family, and yet I have found ways to slowly infiltrate. So yes. let's talk about the slow <laughs> infiltrate, right? It's like, a, it's like a fun challenge, huh? Mm. It's the best. <clears throat> so how do we, how do we navigate eating at other people's houses? What's the tips that you have for us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so number one, offer to bring your own side dish or ask them what you can bring. And if they don't, if they say, oh no, we're good, we got it covered, still bring something. Cover, like I said, cover your bases, whether it's protein or veggie, those are my go-tos because oftentimes most people's concept of health, they, they tend to not have enough of either of those protein or veggies. And so <clears throat> something to do with that, that you can at least lean on when you get there and eat quite a bit of that and then dip your, you know, your fingers in something else. Um, I think another one, at least for me and all those people pleasers, pleasers out there, it's, it can be challenging going to someone's house and saying no or not eating everything that they prepared. Mm -hmm. So knowing that about yourself and having set those boundaries, understanding that it's not being rude to them. If they have a question about like, oh, why didn't you get the bread? Or did you want bread? Saying, oh, no, I'm good, thank you. And if it, they ask another question like, oh, why not? Just like, oh, that doesn't make me feel good. Keep it at that, super mm -hmm. simple. Yeah. Yeah, you don't have to explain yourself. So understanding that if you're that type of person that feels like you have to eat everything, either on the plate that they served you sometimes, or that's there you have control and you have mm. way more control than you you may think you just got to remind yourself of that um so those would be my top two tips yeah yeah I'm trying to think of other ones to share i know you probably have some well I, I mean i love that you're 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 touching on that language piece right guys we, we talk about this and we teach you in the proclivity method eliminate soft talk soft talk kinda sorta Possibly, I think, I guess, I feel like, maybe, mm -hmm. right? When you're firm and it's a simple, no. Hey, do you want some more? No. Confidence. Yeah. You don't, it, listen to this, there's a difference between, you'd think that no would be the same, right? Okay, let me give you two no's and you can figure out which one's the more firm one. No. Or No. It's that that's an uptick. Did you hear my no? That's like when we question something, we go, wait, what did you say? Right? We up talk it. And so by being firm or having assertive language, it's not you being a jerk. It's you being firm with yourself. You're setting your own boundaries. You are not responsible for others' emotions. You are only responsible for yours. Mm -hmm. You don't feel other people's emotions. You feel your emotions. And so if somebody gets offended because you say, no, it is not your responsibility. They have some type of trauma from their past of being rejected and so on. That's not your responsibility. We are, we are disabling people when we don't give them the chance to, to sit with their own emotions and their own fears. I was just saying this other day, sit with your fears long enough until you know their name. Ooh, that's a scary one, isn't it, guys? Be patient. Allow the process to happen. And when you get through that, saying no is very simple. You're like, nope, nope. And so 
Go ahead. I was, I was going to say plus, you know, me being that people pleaser, I used to do that and just accept, you know, and eat what I was served or eat everything there to make pe- them feel better. But then I realized I'm just feeding into them like, you know, they know next time I come over like, oh, Emily had that last time, you know, I'm just going to keep making that same thing. And it's like, no, I, well, eventually I want to be that leader, lead by example yes. of what is healthy. And so that's one way to do that. You are that leader. Thanks. You don't even have to want to be. You are that leader. <laughs> my my big thing that I did that actually helped to change my family. And guys, if you're bold, you eliminate soft talk. You're assertive. Here's what I do. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter what's happening. I don't care what they're making. I'm bringing a bell pepper and I'm bringing an English cucumber. It's my thing. I bring it to people's houses and they go, oh, no, no, we have vegetables. And I will tell them straight up, you don't have enough vegetables for me. <laughs> and they'll be, I'll be taken back. Like, well, what do you mean? Great. Now that we have the conversation to open, let me tell you that only one out of 10 Americans gets the appropriate amount of vegetables and fruits a day. If you're listening, you're most likely not one of them. If you've gone through the proclivity method, you most likely are one of them, right? And this is a great conversation starter of being able to go, oh yeah, what are you doing? And I go, I don't cut it up. I bring them as is. And then when I get there, I go, where's your cutting board? And now I'm in the kitchen. I'm with people. I'm cutting it up. And Emily, guess what happens every single time that I cut up a bell pepper and a cucumber, even though there's everything else out? What do you think people go to and start eating? The bell pepper and cucumber. Every time. Completely gone. Full English cucumber, full bell pepper, gone. Right? And it's simple. I don't bring dips. I bring nothing. I just put it out as is in a bowl or on a plate, and people eat the whole darn thing. Sometimes people just need that reminder and have it in front of them. Yeah. And then when I start coming over to my parents' house now, what do they, what do I have? (gasps) More vegetables. Oh, I know that you need more vegetables, so I got more vegetables. Totally. Right? Yep. And my my mom would be like, oh, I, grow the, I grew these tomatoes out back. Right? Mm-hmm. Oh, these are from the farmer's market. People start changing, guys. And this, totally. is, this is what we want to do. You are the leader. Just like what Emily says, she's the leader of her family when it comes to health. And when you are the leader and the beacon and the light, right, you help your family to live longer. Be that beacon. Be that lamp. You don't cover up a lamp. You allow the lamp to be the light. Emily, you're the light. You too, Joel. <laughs> I am the light. Dang right. And I'm feeling very light with my coffee right now. I feel fantastic. <laughs> okay, so let's let's move on to travel. We, yeah. People tend to travel often. Now, if you ask me, when I travel, I just don't eat. I don't eat. It makes it very simple. Yeah. I'm very metabolically flexible. I, on average, have one meal a day, one to two. So as long as I have my element, I'm solid throughout the entire yeah. day. So yet, not everyone is eating one meal a day. Uh, mm-hmm. What are your tips when it comes to, to traveling? How do you do it? What do you suggest to other people? Let's give it to them. Yeah. First of all, planning ahead as best as you can. Weird. <laughs> Think ahead. Think ahead. If you're not metabolically flexible, you need to do this. Whether it be you're on a plane, you're in the car, think ahead to where you are going to get food. You could pack food ahead of time. Huh. Weird. <laughs> I do that all the time. I bring a Yeti onto the airplane. <laughs> yes, you... It gets looked at. It's fine. 
Yes, it does. <laughs> yes, it does. I save money and I'm eating what I want. <laughs> so um, if I'm traveling for a long period of time. So yeah, we'll stick with that. If you're if you're traveling through the airport, knowing which airport airports you're going to, so then maybe you can even again look ahead to what options they have there if need be. Going to a restaurant that has a burger, get a burger without the bun and some veggies on the side. Or having a coffee with a little extra fat in it to help you get into that fasting state a little bit easier if you're not, you know, if you're just beginning there. So some MCT oil, some, you know, coconut milk, something like that that works mm-hmm. for you that you're that can help with that fasting. Um, again, like I said, when I pack snacks, I, I chop up a bell pepper and carrots. I might bring some hummus or a handful of raw nuts, a mm-hmm. protein bar or, you know, jerky, mm-hmm. something that will get me through as a snack until we do get to our destination. If you are on the road traveling, if you have not checked out our IGT live about uh, Mavericks or gas station eating, please go check it out. Check it out. <laughs> so good. Uh, we give lots of options of what are better choices to get at the gas station. One of those being jerky, another one being some nuts. So there's definitely ways to go about that. Um, and then, when, again, when I travel, I, when I get there, I prioritize it. I make time for it to go to the grocery store, get some real whole foods. If I have a refrigerator with it wherever I'm at, then obviously I get more. If not, then you get things that you can either keep in your ice chest or like stuff like jerky that, you know, you can, can keep without uh, needing that. And then do your research on the restaurants around you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because one of the things I, I found out before I started fasting, one, particularly when I'm fasting, I really need to plan ahead. Because, and, and I, I've been so lucky with the people that I go to, that I travel, I'm traveling to see friends or other coaches, and they know, they get it. And so I'll tell them like, hey, I'm going to be coming in, I'm going to be fasting for 24 hours. What I'm putting into my body is super important. What's our plans for tonight? Mm-hmm. And 10 out of 10 times, because the people I'm visiting love me and I love them. They're like, they make it a priority. Yes, we will find the best place, whether it's we're eating out or we're eating at at home. And shout out to Kim Kesting. Last time I went to Virginia, she hooked me up with the dopest break of of a 24-hour fast with like steak and fresh vegetables. And oh man, it was great, Kim. Thank you so much. Um, yet like Emily was saying, plan ahead. It just takes a little bit of time to be able to take that into consideration because if you don't plan ahead, what ends up happening? Yeah. If you don't, if you don't have that plan, you go into that gas station or you find the donut shop (laughs) on the side of the road and you end up going for whatever sounds good in the moment. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And and, And then you go with the language of like, well, I'm traveling. Right. Well, this always happens, right? Because it's out of my control. It's all their options that are here. There's nothing I can do, <laughs> right? We're trying. We create freedom, guys. Freedom with your language. Freedom with your body. Imagine if you get to the point, when you get to the point, particularly if you work with us, where you could go 24 hours, not an issue. Not an issue. Where you would just be able to go, Cool. This is where I, this is the, the reason I say you become superhuman mm-hmm. because if your language becomes sharp, you become affirmative with what you're saying. You mean what you say and you say what you mean and you can go without eating. Oh, you have to eat. <laughs> I'm superhuman. I don't have to eat and I feel perfectly fine. And if, and if you do, you're not quite to that point. 
um, and, and or you're getting more physical activity in and you do need to eat, I find one of the easiest things to do is, again, find a grocery store. This is my like number one tip. Go go to find a grocery store. Make a charcuterie board as a meal. Yes. Cheese, salami, jerky, berries, nuts, seeds. You know, yeah. you can even get deli turkey meat or something yes. like that. Yeah, yeah. And no matter where you and go, veggies. Yeah, and veggies. No matter where you go, guys, you're gonna find a restaurant or not a restaurant. Excuse me, a store. grocery store. You know, like you could be. I was in the downtown boston two years ago right and was able to find in downtown boston oh look at that supermarket Mm -hmm. get get the foods bring it back to the the hotel it was the very first thing that that we did when we got there and what's great too guys is when you first get there particularly if you're traveling across time zones to get outside get your eyes on the sun and to start walking and if you want extra juice get your feet into the ground Get your feet into the ground. You know, take that charcuterie board and take it to the park and put your feet into the ground. That's going to help you with your circadian rhythm. This is that hippy-dippy stuff that we love because why? It works. It does. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, that's my recommendation is people, like you said, so many people are stuck in, in that mentality of like, oh, I'm on vacation, I can treat myself, which yes, treat yourself. But how do you want to feel? Like, what does that treat mean to you? That's right. What's worth it? Yeah. yeah you can always absolutely. always find a grocery store always find a grocery store guys we hope this has been super helpful for you again if you guys have questions about this or you struggle yourself with this traveling or you're like wait this metabolic flexibility i want to become superhuman i want to be able to not eat an entire day i want to be able to burn fat instead of carbohydrates all day hit us up let us know go to www.proclivity.co hit the the clarity call button it's all over our webpage. Then you get Emily and I, 45 minutes. We crush. We crush together. Okay. As usual, we like to end with our top three. Our top three. And what we're going to talk about specifically is here in Reno, Nevada. You ever traveled to Reno, Nevada? We're about to give you the top three restaurants that we suggest you go to. And so, Coach Emily, what are the top three restaurants you suggest and why? Here in Reno. Yes. Here in Reno. Our our favorite, our go-to, both Joel and I, it's Grateful Gardens. Like oh, almost nine times out of ten. Nine times out of ten. <laughs> our most favorite because, one, they use as many local and organic ingredients as possible. They have pink Himalayan sea salt, which just warms my heart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and they are they're, they value their employees' happiness as well. So um, their food is amazing too. So I love that. Um, number two, I would say Liberty. Um, Liberty Food and Wine Exchange. I know, you know, there might be some changes now, but I know in the past they've had their own butcher shop below and they get as quality of meat as possible. They get local produce as well. Yeah. They have some great options. I love their meatballs. It's my favorite. Mm. Yes. <laughs> and number three would be um, the Pizza Collective is another favorite of mine in my family. It's it's not open every day, so you definitely have to check out the hours of when it's open. Um, but they do the most healthy, tasty pizza out there. They do a fermented 24-hour fermented sourdough crust, wow. high-quality flours, and then they use all local organic produce and uh meats for the toppings it's great there it is you guys one two three 
I haven't been to the pizza collective. I'm, I'm gluten intolerant. Mm. The sourdough, I might be able to get away with it. It not hit me too hard. Um, I actually haven't been to Liberty. Oh my gosh. I'm going to have to check it out. Yep. I'm going to have to check it out again. If there's any ladies out there, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep my clothes on. All right. At Liberty for sure. <laughs> Oh, you guys, this has been awesome. We've, we've, we've talked about a lot of things today. We talked about eating out. Um, it's eating out is anything in which you're not preparing your own meal and how to be able to deal with each situation scenario from traveling to eating out with your friends at restaurants and eating with your family. One, it takes the, it takes you to be firm with your beliefs and what you want. We talked about drugs earlier. Your greatest drug is great air, great sunshine, great food, great friendships. Create that, guys, and your brain is going to lose its freaking mind. <laughs> it's going to be so happy all the time. You're just going to be bouncing around. You're going to be jumping into leaves like, right? no. like, like <laughs> I did with a huge smile on my face. Can't wait to go play again. We, talk, we, we talked about the the way to be able to, to handle those situations. And we talked about our top three places to eat here in Reno. If you guys have top three places where you live, let us know. We love to travel. We do travel often. So let us know. We would like to hear from you. Coach Emily, anything else? I haven't heard Doc too much. He must have settled down. <laughs> he did settle down. He's upside down on the couch. <laughs> yes. German short hairs. I love them. Um, yeah, my, again, my biggest tips plan ahead, ask yourself, is this truly what I want? Cause that's what I see in clients all the time is they, they tend to eat whatever else is eating yeah. or they go, oh, I'm going to treat myself, but it ends up being two, three times a week. And then that doesn't lead to success of your goals. So check in with yourself. What do you truly want? Like you said, stand up to yourself, stand up for yourself as well mm-hmm. and plan ahead. If you guys have any questions, I love answering these kinds of, uh, questions. So shoot us a message on Instagram or like you said, shoot us a message through our email team at proclivity.co. Emily, do you love what you do? Yes. So lucky. So grateful. (laughs) There's times where I just wake up and I'm just like, we have the best life ever. I have, listen guys, I live the best life ever. There's times where I'm literally Emily, I'm walking around like in public and I'll start laughing and I'll just say that out loud. <laughs> and I'm sure people think I'm crazy, but I'm living on the drug of life, you guys. I'm you are, living on the ha- drug of life. I had a client the other day um, with the one-on-one tell me, my goal is to be as happy as Joel is. Yes. <laughs> That's it, you guys. I didn't say come that. Get, c- come, come get the drug. Come get the drug of choice. It is life. It is play. It is sunshine. It is relationships. Metabolic flexibility. That's what we do. That's what we do. All right, coach. Anything else? Nope. Thank you so much. Thank you. This is great. Guys, if you haven't already, like and subscribe to the Proclivity Podcast. If you like what we talk about, send it to your friends and family. We want to touch as many people as we can. It is our mission to be able to create healthier and happier lives for everybody. If you are interested and you're like, oh, man, I'm ready to make a change. Get a clarity call with us. It's free. It is free. 
we don't do high pressure sales. We just go, hey, here it is. If you want to change your life, it's right here. We got the blueprint. It works. We've put tons of people through it. They go out the other side feeling healthier and happier. We'd love to have you. Go to www.proclivity.co. That's it. We'll, we'll, see, we'll see you guys next week. Bye. See ya. <laughs>